0: and YouTube blog covering the German startup scene with news, interviews, and live events. Hello and welcome everybody. This is Joe from celebrate.io, your startup podcast and YouTube blog from Germany. Today, it's shortly before Christmas, and of course, I have something special for you. I do have the chief digital officer of Börse Stuttgart. And if you know some German, it's the Stuttgart Stock Exchange, where Stuttgart is a city to the southwest of Germany, southwest of Frankfurt as well. You may know it as the headquarter of Mercedes-Benz or Bosch, but I would like to welcome you. Hey, Uli, how you doing?
1: Hey, Joe. Hi, I'm fine. Thank you. Thank you very much for the invitation.
0: It's always my pleasure to have you as a guest. Um, we've been talking a lot before, and basically, you have a very interesting CV. And as always, everybody who would like to reach out to you or add you down here in the show notes, there's your LinkedIn profile. Um, I've I've been looking a little bit at you, and basically, you've not always been a corporate employee as you're now, but before that, you have done uh, quite a lot of interesting stuff. Can you walk us a little bit through what you've done before your current position?
1: Yeah, sure. Uh, Joe, thank you very much. So, um, uh, actually, so my my, my academic background is an economist. Um, I, I did my PhD then in finance and market microstructure, and this is also where I basically started my career then as a startup entrepreneur. I was doing a a, a European research project, which was uh, funded by the European commission uh, for um, a consortium back then uh, consisting of uh, large European international enterprises and uh, research institutions. And uh, the, the, Back then, the idea was basically, this was already in 2009, 2010, to extract all possible information for, uh, on a semantic basis from the internet, so unstructured data, analyze this type of data in a very structured way so that you can use this for um, trading decision support. And uh, uh, this is also where I'm, my co-founders um, uh, of the company, that I, of the fintech startup that I founded afterwards. Um, Um, These guys are based in Slovenia and um, they are coming from a a research institution for physics and IT and are primarily brilliant data scientists and developers. And it was always for me, you know, I had a lot of ideas what you can do in the financial domain, uh, particularly of analyzing data uh, to use it in a, let's say, structured way for trading support. And those guys were incredible in transforming my ideas into actual products. So uh, once the research project that we did for the European Commission was over, uh, I asked the guys whether they would like to join me for a fintech startup. So in 2013, uh, we get together um, already, the, the developer side and my co founders stayed in Slovenia, and uh, I was based in Stuttgart, Germany. And uh, the company was uh, founded in Stuttgart, and uh, this is where it all started in 2013. Um, So we uh, gradually moved from this um, uh, data analytics part more also into evaluating data about cryptocurrencies, as the co-founders come from Slovenia. Um Bitcoin, etc. is in Slovenia much larger back then uh than it was in Germany. Basically I never heard about Bitcoin before 2014, when my co-founder actually told me, Hey Uli, let's 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 also analyze all this data on social media about Bitcoin. And I was like, Bit what? Uh, so um i never heard about it so um my co-founders from slovenia obviously had a much closer connection to crypto and to bitcoin as maybe you know the fact that that bit stamp is uh, coming from slovenia and uh, so the whole um topic of cryptocurrencies uh, was much larger in in slovenia at an earlier stage than it was in germany and then we in 2014 started to look into it also you know created products and and uh, analytics tools on uh, on cryptocurrencies, and the company gradually grew. Uh, we had um, institutional uh, clients like uh, borsa Stuttgart, like um, Swiss Re, Facts at Interactive Data back then, and uh, then we were scaling up and uh, we met uh, with uh, borsa Stuttgart's uh, CIO back then, and uh, tested a little bit, you know uh, what can be done with financial markets in the future if you if you completely rethink it uh, based on blockchain technology on and also on, on cryptocurrencies. And uh, to the same time the company was also moving more into creating uh, trading systems um, for um, financial instruments of any kind. so, crypto or regular financial assets. And then in 2017, uh, we actually wanted to scale up, find another investor um, to to move forward, to move to the next step. We got together with Bursa Stuttgart, designed their digital strategy. So the CEO back then, uh, Alexander Hoepner and myself, uh, we were designing the strategy and then we, we decided that probably it would be best for both parties if we would join forces. And that actually led to the fact that we sold the company in 2017 already to versus Stuttgart completely uh, to move together and create the digital strategy of versus Stuttgart.
0: Uh, we may add at this point that versus Stuttgart is pretty big in – trading a trading place for especially retail structured products so going into the direction of crypto trading especially for real uh for retail did make sense of course for them right
1: yes exactly so let me give you a little bit of background of uh, bursa stuttgart so this is this 160 uh, year old exchange uh, which is based in stuttgart germany um and uh, we are among the 10th largest exchanges within Europe and in the particular field of uh, retail structure products. So warrants, uh, derivatives, any kind that are actually tailored for, for retail investors. Um, and we are European market leader. And um uh, Back then, the strategy to go into this uh, retail uh, oriented uh, product actually also led to the fact that as a stock exchange, obviously, you have all these retailers that are trading the products, but always have the intermediary in between. So they go over their broker or the bank, uh, and you don't really have direct access. And um, this was the main idea to say, look, now we have cryptocurrencies and uh, we we. Are able over the asset class of cryptocurrencies to create a direct access without um, any intermediary to to get our client base uh, directly onboarded. And uh, this was this was then back then the idea to um, to say let's do crypto, and then we gradually see where the market moves and where the blockchain community moves. And uh, then, of course, you saw all these things coming up back then with ICOs and. What well is now uh, more um, the token uh, economy and security tokens um, that are evolving, and we back then already saw that this would be something really interesting for the future, also for this retail-oriented focus, starting from cryptos, then gradually moving on into the uh, security token field.
0: And to the best of my knowledge, you guys are the only licensed stock exchange in europe where you can actually trade cryptocurrencies is that true
1: well um so uh, the fact is that when we started uh, we have two type of trading facilities where you can purchase bitcoin as a retailer so one is our app called uh, bison Um, this is where you can directly buy and sell cryptocurrencies uh on a broker base your counterparty is always bilaterally, um, OIVAX AG, which is a subsidiary of Bursa Stuttgart Group. It's our own brokerage company. And uh, he has bilateral trading against um, um, OIVAX. And uh, as you just mentioned, OIVAX is in Germany a licensed financial institution. So we were the first um, to provide crypto buying and selling from uh, in Germany, licensed financial institution, if you want to put it that way. What we created on top afterwards was a multilateral trading facility, which is actually meant for a more uh, institutional way of trading. So we created Versus Stuttgart Digital Exchange, which is a multilateral trading facility. Um, and the the multilateral trading facility is actually licensed um by another um, company of Versus Stuttgart Group, which holds the license, um, which is then fully licensed as a MTF within Germany. So yes, you can say within Germany, um, we are the only party that actually provides Bitcoin trading under an MTF license, and also cryptocurrencies, obviously.
0: And also other cryptocurrencies. Sorry, I'm afraid I interrupted you there very shortly. so my under so uh we may add OIVAX is the the place at Bursa Stuttgart where you can trade all the fancy retail structured products. Of course we'll have a link down here in the show notes where you can read more about this. Um so can you tell us a little bit because um not everybody is familiar with the term um multi, multilateral trading facility, MTF. Uh, Can can you explain a little bit just in layman terms what that actually
1: is? So at a multilateral trading facility, you actually have to have certain things in place as, for instance, uh, trading surveillance. So if we would do peer-to-peer trading, um, which is quite unregulated, um, you and me can do whatever we want. Uh, It's also not controlled by any, let's say, surveillance uh, entity. And a surveillance body. Um, if you do trade on a multilateral trading facility, which is very similar to an actual exchange, yeah, um, then you have these things in place, and of course, this gives an edge to the investor, and it gives more protection uh, to the investors amongst each other because they can be sure that the trading that happens there is working under certain a certain set of rules. And this, I think, is, is a main differentiator. Also, if you look into the crypto space of, of any of the unregulated exchanges, you know, um, if you really want to do institutional trading on cryptocurrencies and you want large international banks to join, I think it needs to be set up in this regulatory, let's say, safe way to or in this regulatory controlled way. Um, where the investors have the security of having these rules in place.
0: Yes, that's that, that's totally true. I totally agree. Sorry for the short interruption, but OTC means over-the-counter trading, which is what many people still associate with trading, like people hanging on the phone, talking directly to their counterparts and uh, making deals there. That would be what is In banks or insurance companies, almost a thing of the past called over-the-counter trading. Sorry, go
1: ahead. Yeah, exactly. And so um, looking at the uh, regulatory, let's say, levels, you have um, an MTF, which is then already pretty uh, regulated. And then the next step is actually the exchange. There is even more uh, rules, but uh, for the purpose of cryptocurrencies, I think an MTF license is perfectly suitable and fine. So this is why we, we decided to, to actually do that and uh, have this uh, in this regulatory um, way um, that we want to offer these type of, of asset class and products to our customers.
0: Let us get a little bit into uh, the bison trading app. First, it's of course an interesting idea from a Germany based company to call it like a North American mammal. Um, Interesting naming, maybe you have a story behind this and I would be interested who could use it in terms of citizenship, in terms of location. Can you use it from all over the world to trade cryptocurrencies? And uh, how does a customer journey user experience would look like on this app?
1: Yeah. So, um, first of all, a few words about the the, the brand name. Uh, So, yes, bison. Why bison? It's a, first of all, it's a beautiful animal. It's strong. And, you know, it has this kind of uh, uh, herding idea where you bring together a lot of people um, or uh, you, you bring together the, the herd, which then relates. So you bring together a lot of people um, into a, an asset class. Um, by the way, um, a bison is not only uh, an animal uh, in North America. It used to be also existing in Europe, but it was uh, some time ago, unfortunately, extinguished. So um, yeah, the the other point of bison is, of course, we do want to bring in a lot of the traditional trading world into a completely new asset class. So, you know, in the traditional world, bear and bull is the the, the the two animals that resemble the markets. Right. And if you look at the bison, it looks a little bit like a mixture between between a bear and the bull. And obviously it has this strong association. Also the bison is quite similar to the, to the bull. Um, And the idea of the app actually was pretty simple. So back then, crypto trading uh, was totally um, difficult for the mass market to actually go into it. So you have a lot of issues. So first of all, you have these wallets, private key, public key. Uh, 99% of the people out there in the street don't really get the difference uh, between the private and the public key. And if you explain it to them, they're like, okay, that's too much information. I think it's not interesting for me. Um, and uh, then you also have these news about fraud, about you know hacking attacks to crypto exchanges. And uh, we thought if you could take away all these critical points, having a product within Germany under a regulated um, regime in Germany from, in Germany, a regulated institution that would offer you these type of assets. And you take away all the complications, make it very simple, make it very smooth and easy access. So from the user experience or the customer experience, everything needs to go uh, mobile first, uh, one app um, onboarding happens within three to five minutes. You set up your account, you, you send over your fiat money and it reaches a German bank account and. Um, and with all these obstacles taken away, we thought it's a great, um, great product to really bring crypto assets to a mass market marketable area. Yeah. I was also asked uh, at a lot of uh, crypto crypto conferences um, where I see the biggest obstacles when it comes to Bitcoin or other cryptocurrencies. Obviously, um, these were quite tech-related conferences and everybody was always thinking my answer would be, yeah, this protocol has is inferior here, this protocol is inferior there. But actually, my answer was always the same. I said, you know, the biggest problem of cryptocurrencies is that nobody cares about it. And that as a fact uh, is, of course, quite insulting to the people who have spent so much dedication into this space of cryptocurrencies. And I don't mean to insult, um, but actually... As now, as of now, and maybe after the announcement of Facebook's Libra, we get a little bit of rattling in the space of cryptocurrencies. But before, really, it was very niche of a niche, and only few people were interested about it. Now we can see there's a lot more interest on the retail space, obviously, also due to the hypes and uh, in, in the price increasement, um, but also on the institutional side. Um, institutions actually think, that it can be an interesting asset class. And of course, they also see the demand that they get from their retail side. So we're moving gradually into the space where we, we start this mass adoption and therefore we created a product that is actually mass marketable.
0: Talking about mass market, which markets are you talking about? Um, this podcast is her uh, has been charted in 41 countries across the world. And my question would be, um, which of those countries could use your app? I assume uh, the US and China are out right now. How about South America, Africa, Asia?
1: That's a, that's, that's a great question. So actually, the app can be used by 72 nations worldwide. Uh, however, you need to have your principal seat of residency uh, within uh, the European Union or Switzerland. Um, so this is mandatory and um, I mentioned before and I talked a lot about this regulatory setup this regulatory setup on the one hand I, I see this super positive and I think it's actually the way we need to go because it gives stability and this kind of let's say transparency and secureness to investors on the other hand this also of course sets up certain restrictions that you have we are A financial institution providing the service as a financial institution you have very strict rules on aml yeah you have very strict rules on many other topics and how you do the development of your product how you test the 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 product how you secure that it's actually all running smoothly and can be run by any party uh, and can be audited and monitored by third parties so having these restrictions um, makes it a little bit more complicated so unfortunately we are not able to provide the product throughout the whole world in all locations it's mainly within europe but as i mentioned 72 nations so also if you're for instance from kazakhstan uh, or from australia living in europe you can use bison
0: Um, Just want to add AML refers to anti money laundry, meaning you have to make sure that the money is not coming from dubious like drug related um, causes and is laundered there to be legal again. Um, So what can people trade there in the Bison app? Is it like the whole universe of cryptocurrencies?
1: So at the moment, we are offering Bitcoin, Bitcoin Cash, Litecoin, Ether, and XRP, which a lot of people also refer to as Ripple, which, and if you go into the uh, communities, you get bashed if you say, uh, we trade Ripple because it's actually XRP. But I don't want to go into these details. Um, so this is at the moment what we offer Um in in the app for trading the idea is that we onboard another set of cryptocurrencies which will be around 10 to 20 more within next year also here obviously my wish and the wish of the customers would be to have these up and running already now but we have to do a lot of background check about the cryptocurrencies from the regulatory perspective from the legal perspective from the tax perspective from the custody perspective because one big part of the app is actually that we do uh, custody on an escrow account so the cryptos are actually custodied uh, within a subsidiary of bursas to good group be careful It doesn't mean that it's not your keys, not your coins. It is not your keys, not your coins, as long as you decide to leave it with uh, us, obviously, but you always have the possibility to take the cryptocurrencies to your own wallets and also to bring them back into our system. Here, again, we have to have a really uh, important set of rules for the anti-money laundering um, uh, in place. Um, that we can secure that the cryptos that come into our system are not connected to any kind of illegal activity or are being used for uh, money laundering. So um, that also means, um, compared to other crypto trading platforms, which are completely um, coming from a party that is not regulated by a German uh, regulator, it has slower processes in some kinds. So, I just give you an example. If you would bring in 50K in fiat in a cryptocurrency of any kind, let's say Bitcoin, there's automatically a check because, and the check will be on a manual basis. You probably will be even asked questions where you have the money from. Yeah? Because after a certain set of, um, uh, After a certain level of of money inflow or money outflow, uh, we are bound to to really fulfill our our regulatory um, standards um, and that we can secure that this money is not being used uh, in any terms of uh, AML.
0: So that means you have a lot of regulation to go through, a lot of hoops and loops to jump through. But basically, you manage that to enable people trading uh, with a regulated financial institution and keep their cryptocurrencies there. Um, When I think about that, is it just the Bison app? Or would it be possible for a fintech entrepreneur out here who's listening or watching this, that they would be able to kind of connect to your multilateral trading facility?
1: That's exactly the point why we created the Bursa Stuttgart digital exchange, because Bison is pure retail focus, pure, let's say, bilateral trading against Oivax. But on the Bursa Stuttgart digital exchange, the setup is actually also uh, for institutional clients. So, if you are a startup, if you are a financial institution, if you are whoever, we have uh, everything um, on an API base, API base uh, that you can connect to the MTF and do your trade, do your trading there. You will be onboarded as an institutional client. Of course, there will be checks, you know, background checks about the company, background checks about the management. But once this is there. You're connected and you can do fully automated trading there uh, over our APIs.
0: I see. And everybody who'd like to learn more can go down here in the show notes. There will be a link to downloading the Bison app as well as going to digital exchange of Börse Stuttgart. Uli. It was a great pleasure having you here. Thank you for making the time so short before Christmas. I know getting close to the end of such a crazy year, you have to be drowning in work.
1: Thank you very much, Joe. It was a pleasure uh, for being able to speak here. So thanks again and uh, wishing you all the best for Christmas and the upcoming year. That's
0: all, folks. Find more news, stream, www.startuprad.io Remember, sharing is caring.